You ready? I'm ready. All right. So, Rob, how you doing? Very well, thank you. I can finally hear you. This is great. Well, good, good. So I'm audio recording. I'm screen recording. So it should be fine. Um, it's Sunday afternoon. I wanted to just pop on and do a quick podcast and video on how to write a book. Um, Rob and I have worked together on a couple of books, co-authoring and uh, several yep. books just with editing and other things. And, uh, uh, you know, I just thought it was important. So many people want to know how to write a book. Um, so many people struggle with writing a book. So many people can never get it out. Um, I'm a big yeah. good is better than great mentality. So, you know, if there are a few misspellings or something's wrong, then roll it out. But uh, right now we're working and Rob, I'm at a show uh, on Rockstar Business, which is the sequel to Rockstar Lawyer and a little more general about business, but still applicable to law firms and other businesses as well. Um, yep. So we've been working on that. And that's just a PDF version of the book. It will look much different in print format. Um, and that's a big thing too. So just stepping it through for how to write a book from beginning to end, Rob. Um, you know, we've worked together mostly in person, but a lot of times we're Skyping or other other things. Um, so, you know, how, how do we start writing a book? Basically, when we start, we've got together to put that one idea down on paper. Just not start writing it immediately. We sit down, we start to discuss something of interest for the both of us. I mean, there's always got to be that area of interest, right? Otherwise, you're going to get burned out with it really fast because it's not how you see in the movies where you're just sitting there all nice and happy, riding away, and pow, all of a sudden you've got a bestseller on your hand. It doesn't work that way. It's not quite as easy as that. And I think so many people get lost in how it should be how they think it should be from TV and movies that when they get into the reality of it, they give up very quickly. Yeah. And, or they're trying to come up with something that's a bestseller. I mean, for me, yeah. I'm just trying to write something I'm passionate about that I think will help people. And, and in turn, what it always ends up doing is really helping me as well, which is, uh, and forgive my, I've got a couple of kids in there that are sick right now. It's Sunday afternoon. I'm watching them because my wife's at a jewelry party and, uh, um, you know, I have another child in there who feels great and is jumping around. So, so and they're watching <laughs> movies. So it's been a rough weekend for us. It's been a little flu weekend, but uh, I, I feel fine so far. Knock, knock on wood, right? Good. I, I knock on glass, knock on wood. So. So, lots going on. But, I mean, that's really indicative of what we're talking about. There's lots going on in life. There's things going on at your house. There's things going on everywhere. And how in the world do you find time to write a book? I have people ask me all the time, man, you're everywhere. You're on social media. You know, you're writing books. You're doing this. You're doing that. How in the world do you find time to do that? And I think without a passion for it and without an interest in it, you don't. Right. So, so write yeah. something you're passionate about. I'm a big field of dreams kind of guy. You build it and they will come too. And then, like, you know, I was, I was talking yesterday. We were talking about some things and working on some, some things. And 
saying, look, you know, it, it kind of everything's falling into place and makes sense now why we wrote this book at this time, why this happened at this time. And it might not even be something that you're going to use immediately, but something that you'll use well into the future. Another thing it does is help you organize your thoughts because it forces you when we start, you know, we start with an idea and it may be a conversation, but then we'll boil it down to an outline usually. Usually we'll start outlining it out. Yeah, I mean, you've got to, You've got to sometimes, start, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, not always, but you've got to start with that idea. It's going to be like a, in, in Rockstar Lawyer, it was business mindset. That's where the idea started. But then very quickly, we, we progressed into another, a few different areas, but we started off trying to figure out, okay, if we're going to write this book, what would be the the core elements of it, what do we want to address? And then put one of those down for one chapter, for another chapter, for another chapter, just to get a general outline of how big it would, not even the size of it, but the the volume of information. You know, with us, we started out with things like that, the, the Teddy Roosevelt poem about being on stage. Man, man in the arena. Man, the man in the, the arena. arena. Yeah. And that... Well, it's, it's, that's, that's taken from a speech he gave, but yes. Yeah. I mean, that, that helped in putting together all of those chapters because throughout the book, it had elements of coming into that, that, that speech. And it wasn't a very long speech, the, or at least the part that we put up. It's only a couple of paragraphs, but you've really got. But it was to about conquer. It was about conquering fear. It was about uh, not being a st- afraid to stay, stick your neck out, or, or, or to do, you know, what you think is the right thing to do to get your message out there. Not being scared to to be a little bit over the top, uh, uh, you know, to get your message out there and ignore the criticism because it, it's, it, you know, it's it's really about the man or woman in the arena, about the one who steps in and is playing the game or, you know, fighting the bull, whatever it is. Um, You know, the the critics don't matter because they're in the stands. If they were, you know, if they were good at what you're doing or or they really mattered, they'd be in the the arena. You know, they'd be in the arena with you. And it's about ignoring that and pushing past that. So so that that, that excerpt, yeah, that poem or excerpt of that speech really, really was a recurring common theme throughout the book Rockstar Lawyer, for instance, right? Um, and so, sometimes I would say we've probably gotten a ton of content and then backed into a book because we had so much content, right? Or I had so yeah. much content. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we went through it chapter by chapter, just writing out a plan. We didn't mm-hmm. start immediately writing the book. We had conversations that, we recorded and then transcribed and became parts of those chapters. But we did that after having an idea about what we were going to put and why we were going to put it, because each chapter had an element of interest to us. There were stories about either you or me in each of those chapters. And so there was that, that passion, that, that sure. drive to keep it going. So, so just... The first first book that I wrote, Saving the Farm, I, I mean, I guess I got a ton of content first. 
So it was all just for me about getting out of the gate, getting a ton of content out there, podcasts, blogs, other things. And I, I was putting out content, churning it out at a high level every day, and then turned around like a year or two later and said, man, I just have all this content together. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, it's, you know it's, it's a volume of content. Yes. You want to go see that movie? Thirty. Okay, we'll see. Give me a second. Okay, and uh, and and so give me a give me a sex then. So so I have one that wants to go see a movie too. My eleven year old girl. So um, we went and saw a movie last night. Me and her and Tucker. So, uh, she wants to go see another one. I'm just glad she wants to spend a little time with her dad. It makes me happy. So. So, yeah, you know, it was turning out a lot, a lot of content during that time. And um, then look back and say, you know, I really want to organize this logically into a, a nice guide. Um, and then ended up taking, taking uh, um, you know, popping over a Word document, outlining what I thought would make a good book. And then going back and, and knowing the content I had and fitting it in. And then expanding that content to fit the outline and filling in the blanks. That was how I wrote Saving the Farm. Uh, that's right. how that happened. Okay, and, and and I did interviews with experts from around the, you know, the, the, the United States. You know, some of them, you know, we had to wait and schedule and other things um, to be able to finish that book and pull it together the way I wanted it, so that I had credibility in each chapter. Um, so. Yeah. So that, but that took that book from start to finish and edit took about two and a half years. So it does require some patience um, in planning. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've got to have that that belief that, or the persistence. You, that's why the passion comes in. You've got to sure. have something that, for you, it was the story about your grandfather, correct? Yes, Papa Mac. That's right. That's right. And and. Which made a great personal tie-in, an emotional tie-in for the content, which yeah. is which is more dry content. And I wanted to to put things in there that made it less like a reference book. So, you know, so I wanted an emotional tie-in, e- even though there's academic content in there. Um, right. So, so uh, for Rockstar Lawyer, it was different because you know it was a lot of passion, and it was a lot of passion, and and I mean there, you know there we pulled from a lot of different references and other materials we read and, and went out and saw it. But, but really we, we had most of the materials that we wanted uh, either up here or already, you know, we had them available to us. Uh, so yeah. I, I want to say that went much quicker uh, for when it was you and I working together and it, just working with somebody else, teaming up with someone else is always a good thing to do. Um, yeah. I mean, it opens up a lot of different avenues. It wasn't just, you know, the whole book wasn't just about business. It was, it really was mindset. It was beliefs. It was passion. A lot of, a lot of people will get stuck on the amount of information that they need to put in a book, but that's where the plan comes in so much. If you can plan it out chapter by chapter, even having down all your subheadings in that chapter, all the relevant information to the one point you're trying to make that can that can create that plan and really help you 
get through a book because I believe anyone can write one. They just have to have the passion, get a plan down, and then be persistent and not give up. You know? Sure, and, and most of the time when we're coming to the end of one, I mean, we're cut, cutting things out. What Stephen King would call trimming the fat. You know, we're, right. we're, we're cutting that out and we're paring the book down. And then I'm printing it out, you know, and just loosely paper, single-sided, sending it out to multiple friends and family that are great editors uh, for me and who with a red pack of pens, uh, pack of red <laughs> pens, which is a suggestion from Stephen King's book On Writing, which is a great book. Um, yes, it is. You're looking at writing a book. Um, and, uh, you know, sending them out for, for them to edit it out and mail it back to you. And, you know, maybe, you know, have to a couple of follow-up calls and they're doing it as a courtesy on their time. But, you know, inevitably within 30 days or so, I'll get those back and, and we'll, we'll review them and, and, and decide which, which things, edits we want to take on and which ones we don't. But you get to get, you know, you get different perspectives, um, right. which leads to a better, a better product, better end product. Yeah, that was one point you made there was about perfectionism can really stop you in your tracks writing a book. You don't want to start thinking about, right at the start anyway, you don't want to think about that this has to be perfect, that every word you type on your computer must be perfect. You just want to write it. You once you've Yeah, so that, that's, an on, that's a Stephen King on writing thing too, and probably a lot of other writers, but yeah, he just kind of... I hate to use this term because it's pretty graphic, but he vomits, I want to say this is what he said, vomits the novel literally out on paper, right? I mean, he just gets it out. Technical expertise aside, incorrectness of things like technically how they work or whatever, you know, you know, who cares? At that point, you're getting all the concepts out, you're writing it, you're, you're getting it from beginning to end done, and then go back if you need to fix the technical parts or, 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 you know, even a grammar critique or, 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 you know, just factual critique, whatever it is, you know, you can right. always go back and consult experts or, or whatever to fix those things. But whether it's a reference book or a novel or, or a motivational book, whatever it is, I mean, you know, that's what editing's for, right? I mean, the, the key is, is to get it out because once you vomit it out, hopefully it won't be puke, right? Hopefully that's <laughs> going to be a good analogy for your book. But, uh, and it is, is it? You know, <laughs> it may have been Stephen King who said, "But you can clean it up." The first, the first, yeah, the first draft that he writes is awful. Yeah, and I can't remember if it was Stephen King who said that. It might, it might not have been, but I think a, most writers think that. You know, they write the first draft and they look at it, and and then you want to give it a break. You want to put it aside for a couple of days at least, get it out of your head, forget about it, and then come back to it. Sure. And then, you know, self-publishing platforms like Amazon, I mean, where else would you publish right now? You know, um, it, they're, they're great for also, because you can edit a book to death forever. You can come out with different Literally, versions of the book yeah. or, or, or you can edit on the fly six months later, a year later. You can change the book and it just, it's a different book going out. On the back end, you can literally change it. And, and, and make yeah. edits. And I've done that. I've done that for years on Saving the Farm to make it the best product as possible uh, just because every once in a while somebody will write in or I'll have somebody point out that read it, oh, look at this page or this or that, or, you know, I saw that. And I'm like, okay, great, thanks. And then we'll go back and change it. 
right? So I'd say the Saving the Farm that's out there right now is really a pretty tightly edited version, both yeah. by me, you, friends and family, as well as that's uh, right. the read, as well as the readers, as well as the readers, right? Which is great. Uh, you know, the more you can delegate those tasks out, the better. Um, and that's what I think you and I do for, with each other and why partnering and, and writing those is, is, is more efficient and better. Yeah, I mean, writing can be really good fun. It can be, sure. it can be a great experience to put a book together if you don't let it get to you, if you don't try and be perfect, if you don't have to be Hemingway. Because well, yeah, I mean, the, look at Hemingway. I'm sure, I'm sure he was amazing. Was Hemingway was amazing. Oh my god, dude! I mean, I, but I'm not trying to be Hemingway. I've got a lot of, you know, Hemingway's not trying to to be me either. You know, I don't think he was he was writing writing amazing American literature, right? Um, I'm sure though it didn't start out on that first draft. It's amazing. I'm sure he sat back and looked at it and thought, "This is crazy." I don't know. I don't know if you if you read how Hemingway wrote, literally. Besides the alcohol, and you know, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was process, a flipping tedious process for him, man. It was a painful, tedious process. I mean, it was. So, so he told, like, he told over every word. I think. I think he really debated over every word. I think that's from what I've read about Hemingway. That was and watching, you know, autobiography movies of him and reading those. And, you know, he was. Uh, he wasn't a first draft kind of guy. He wasn't a really drafty kind right. of guy. He was a everything's perfect. You know, every word has to be perfect as it comes well, out. Yeah. There's multiple ways to write a book. And when I you read when you read his stuff, man, it's like this is perfect. That's how I feel when I read F. Scott Fitzgerald, The Great Gatsby or something. I'm like, yeah. dude, this is perfect. Like there's no way I could ever think with these words so perfectly it's like poetry almost reading it it's like man this should not ever be written a different way or how these things ideas flow together with the word word combinations it's it's just genius um yeah Yeah, how i feel about stephen king with character development you know just likable characters you know right right it's like man, yeah, that guy's talented. There is multiple ways to write, write a book. Yeah, everyone's going to do it slightly differently. Right, but I mean, right now it's so easy to do as far as to get your ideas out there and work with other people oh, yeah. to do it and um, have editors and uh, so yeah. I mean, there's no reason why you can't push those out, give birth to your ideas. Um, yeah, uh, absolutely. Through literature. So. I mean, if someone wants to write a book out there, just start getting on with it don't just say you want to write it get the ideas down plan it out if that's the way you want to do it or just start writing it as as you said you did with with saving the farm as separate articles and then oh, it was all separate to get the later it was all you know a ton of mishmash content out there that i pulled together and tied together that 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 in hindsight you know it was some organization and pulling it together was was phenomenal so so just start putting out content around your passion or your work or whatever. Maybe those are the same thing. Hopefully those are the same. Yep. Thing. And um, uh, so yeah, you know that's that's how I'd write a book. And then and then uh, you know going from the Word document, um, that's much different. So this is a PDF version of the Word document. That's much different than a design book as well, right? Yeah. Yes. 
Absolutely. So working with a book designer, I mean, I work with book designers. I've worked with the same book designer on every book that I've done. This is our fourth book, and Rockstar Business. And um, uh, he is uh, very good, but not in this country. He's, he, and, and I work with him by contract, you know, just, or, you know, and we'll do video conference or, or email and, and, uh, and, you know, I'll send you pictures of edits sometimes and, and work, we'll work until we get the book right and we'll design the cover and we do everything together. And, uh, so that's, that's worked out really well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the internet has made putting a book together um, a lot easier, but it's still incredible. I believe how many people don't finish how many people have like a half written book in their attic in a box i think i think people just get lost in the details and think that it really does have to be something that is going to make it become a number one bestseller and they you know even it can even come down to the the idea that you're putting yourself out there and you're going to get criticism when you do that I think that can really put people off as well. Once they suddenly realize that other people might read their work, it can scare a lot of people off because you're exposing yourself, basically. Oh, and you know that's going to have an impact at some point. Someone's going to say something that might upset you. Not everyone's going to like your book. It doesn't matter how well it's written someone's always going to have criticism for you, but you've got to expect that. It's just, it's like anything. It's like having a politician out there who everyone loves. It doesn't exist. It doesn't matter what they like or what they're and, and the benefits is not only, are not only, you know, you getting that book out. I mean, writing, it's a learning experience about everything you're doing and researching yeah. and, and, you know, so that's amazing. Um, that's an amazing benefit. But also, you know, webinars that can come from that, presentations that can come from that, um, all kind of other content and opportunities to monetize what you're doing can come from the book. Yes, yes, absolutely. One thing, if you, if you really don't, if, if someone out there doesn't actually like writing, they can just do the audio side of it. They can, they can read out how they think a chapter should be and then have it transcribed somewhere and then start the editing process that can work true story you could do audio recording video recording and then go back and transcribe and it helps you uh you know go back and and organize your spoken words into uh you know a grammatically correct written format how about that or not if you just want it stream of consciousness i don't know you know i don't know what the right answer is for you or your book and i think i think that answer is changing every day with with the way we consume media yes I really do. I mean, I think uh, really a poorly... For, I'll give you an example. My wife was reading a, reading a book. I had read the audio... I had listened to the audio book. I say read the audio book. You know, I read that... I've read all these books, and I know there were audio books. It's quick for me to consume that content that way. But uh, she was reading, physically reading the book, and she's like, man, I can't... I just can't read this book. It's, uh, it's got so many mistakes in it. It's, you know, it's horrible. It's this and that. And I was like, you know, get the audio book. It was the author... The author uh, read it, and it was great content, great great concepts. I said, I think you'll really, really love it if you get the audiobook. So she got the audiobook and had a totally different opinion of the book. 
because you can't see, you know, uh, the way this person right. spoke and that person's style was much different than um, uh, the Queen's English, you know, right? Yeah. I mean, it was much right. different than the Queen's English. But, but, but hearing that person in that vernacular, so to speak, or that, you know, tone uh, read it, um, was perfect. It was perfect. And, and she had a totally different experience with the book as opposed to the written words she was reading uh, and her opinion of it that way. So, so you know, I mean, you know, uh, you know, if that's the case with your book, maybe you just want to do the audio book. I don't know. But, uh, right, right. But, you know, so, so the way we consume media, the way we perceive things is so different now than it was, you know, when I was a kid. Um, I could get audio books but they were albums, and I had to go to the library and check them out. Literally records, like albums, you know? Oh, wow. Well, yeah. 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 Somebody reading a book or something, you know? Yeah, yeah I think my dad's got a few of those. And then there were tapes, books on tape or something, <laughs> which I never was into. But now it's just so easy just with the iPhone to, to get an audio book and read it. Or the ebook version. Yeah. I love the ebook versions because I don't like reading ebooks. But what I like about just like an enhanced ebook, like some of the books we've done, I'll put the interviews and other commentary videos right within the book. So as you're reading, you have videos to watch right there and other content. Bonus. It's content. also it's also really helpful when you're if you decide to do an audio book from the one you've written, that can really help you figure out where you've made the mistakes in the book what doesn't flow what <laughs> doesn't like? work right and we found that a lot when we did rockstar lawyer we did the audio after we'd written it and that would that and i'm like man i would have some of the issues yeah but but here's the thing but i can give commentary on that in the audiobook right yes and i can expound on that so a lot of times the audiobook will have additional content by the right. author if the author is reading it Anyway, thank you for all the work you've done with me. Um, I, I enjoy working with you and, and hope to... Oh, it's we, hopefully, fun, yeah. I, I look forward to the next project. Every time we start up on another book, it's, it is that real excitement. Mm -hmm. You're thinking, oh, all right. And, and we're, yeah, and, and we're getting bigger and on a bigger scale and a grander scale. And, uh, you know, where are we going to end up? I don't know. But, uh, but the, you know, it's about the journey, not the destination, right? So That's right. All right. That's thank, right. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Greg. I hope, Take hope if anybody out there is listening or watching um, and they want to know how to write a book, I hope this helps. Because we.